Welcome to MemberMaker, a podcast about how to build a sustainable membership business. I'm your host, Ward Sandler, the co-founder of MemberSpace. Today, I'll be chatting with Elizabeth Young and Cami Monet, founders of Biz Birthday Bash, about how they forged their business partnership, growing an audience by giving away free content, and relying on social media platforms for your business. Hi, Cami and Elizabeth. Thanks for joining me. Hi, we're so excited to be here. Thanks for inviting us. Yeah, thanks so much for having us. Can't wait for our discussion today. Yeah. So why don't you give the the people listening a, a quick overview of what your business is and, and what you do? I'll go ahead and let Cami uh, take this away. Okay, perfect. So, <laughs> so Elizabeth and I are both um, custom stationery designers, but together we have a business called Biz Birthday Bash, which is all about um, making biz strategy a piece of cake for other um, creative entrepreneurs in the stationery art industry. So we really are big on celebrating your business birthday and helping you get um, to your first business birthday and celebrating those milestones year after year. So we provide a bunch of resources, um, webinars, different services, any way we can help out podcasts um, for our, our audience. Awesome. And and for if each of you could separately answer this, uh, what sort of your professional background or education in, in that area that, that that led you here? We were actually chuckling about this question a little bit because we were like, hmm, professional experience. Because <laughs> we're, we're very much, um, we've forged our own paths, I would say, since graduating college, to be honest. I only had a year in working for a real estate company before I decided to go full-time with my business. Um, so I don't have a whole ton of professional experience. I'm just kind of figuring it out as I go and loving the trip and the journey, to be honest. And I was really fortunate to grow up with a dad who has owned multiple businesses. So I feel like I had so much of that guidance growing up. So he's kind of like my built-in mentor that if I ever need additional help, I can kind of go back to him. He's kind of my home base. But yeah, um, a year in real estate and then fall of 2016, that's when both Cammie and I went full-time and I've been full-time doing this ever since. Yeah, and the thing is we both went full-time on the very same day with our um, art businesses and that is how we became friends and really kick-started our business. Um, so we had never even met in person before and then September 16th was our one-year um, business anniversary and we met up together and decided, hey, we should make this not just about us, but make it helpful for other girls as well. And we did a free webinar series and that just kind of snowballed into our business. So I know that was a little bit more backstory about our business, but <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. And then for me, I um, worked as a travel editor for quite, well, I don't know, like six years before I um, went and did my business full time. So I've been doing this three years now. And then professional experience wise, I guess my dad is a watercolor artist. So I grew up watching um, him grow his art business and grew up in an art gallery. So I feel like I've seen the ins and outs of it and didn't really think it would come into play later on in life. But here we are. So <laughs> Right. So my, I guess my next question would be, how did you two actually meet each other? Because it sounds like you've been collaborating for, for a little while. Yeah, we met in a Facebook group, which sounds so like, <laughs> so funny to say. So yeah. millennial. <laughs> so millennial. It was a Facebook group for creatives. And um, somebody was asking a question along the lines of how did you go full time with your 
business. And either Cami and I had commented, well, we just went full time last week on September 16th. And that's how we connected was on Facebook. And so it wasn't until a full year later, September 16th, 2017, we actually met in person, had been friends that entire time through like text message, Instagram, um, phone calls, all those type of things. So that was when we met in Savannah, Georgia for the very first time and have seen each other in person multiple, multiple times since because we've built this business now. Yeah, it's funny because when we we first met through that Facebook comment and then I think it was just like, oh, I'll message you. Let's keep in touch since we're both going full time. Maybe we can help each other out as we go along. And honestly, we're like best friends now. It's the best. <laughs> so Facebook groups can totally change your life. Um, but yeah, and now we see each other a lot. I think most people assume that we're in the same city because we're very close. And I don't know, our friendship's just awesome. And it really um, funnels into the business really well. But we actually, I'm in Orlando. She's in Atlanta. So we don't get to see each other every day. But we do talk on the phone pretty much every day. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> awesome. So uh when it, when it comes to Biz Birthday Bash, that's its own business, and you both kind of had your uh, your own separate thing going before that. So how long has Biz Birthday Bash actually been around? It has been around since September 20, September 16, years, 2017. Right? Yes. So more than two full years now. And the very first webinars we did were free. We actually didn't charge for them. Um, we called it that's where the name came from because we called it our biz birthday bash because we had been a uh, full time for a year at that point. So the name kind of stuck. That's where the name comes from. Um, and then we kind of started having that discussion of, okay, we did biz birthday bash the first year. Do we continue to do this every year? And from there, it grew into a full fledged business. So Cami and I both operate our businesses separately for custom wedding stationery and have Biz Birthday Bash together. Yeah, it was totally an accidental name. And we've talked about changing it, but now it's just become like so well known in our industry. And we use the birthday part as part of the branding. We do like little cake things like it all kind of works out and it's very different than anything else you hear. So we're like, you know what, we, we're just going to own it and stick with it. <laughs> very cool. So uh, when you when you two got together around two years ago and you launched this this free webinar, what was the thinking behind it? Like, was there was there a strategy to the webinar or were you just trying to be helpful or, or was it both? It was actually a little bit of both. And I think it was mainly um, testing the waters, right? Kind of dipping our toes. Like, is anyone even interested in what we have to say? I mean, Cami and I had no idea. And the fact that we had how many people signed up for that? We had um, 500 people sign up for our, our free webinar. So we were blown away by the response. Yes. And then I think we really realized, wow, if 500 people sign up for something for free, obviously not all of them are going to buy something from us. But there's a chance that if you build that trust and they love what you're saying, um, that they will come back to buy something from you. Um, they there's so many people that always say that in business, if you give first before you ask, you know, for your um, customer to purchase something from you, that you have a better chance of building that trust. So that was kind of the strategy and the thinking behind it. And just to do something for fun to celebrate being full time for a year. 
Yeah, I think it started out as just a fun idea. And then we were like, wait a minute, this is actually working for something. And we have been following the free, free, free marry me model ever since then, because it worked so well in the first place. Um, But yeah, I think we kind of got lucky with our strategy. But also we've used that same strategy as we've grown our business. And it's built so much trust from the get go, because we didn't have the um, the underlying thing like, oh, yeah, and we're going to sell you something at the end. Like that was kind of our thing is like, oh, we're just giving to giving this to you guys for free. We really want to share what we know, help you guys learn along the way. And because we were really genuine about it, because we truly didn't have an agenda of selling anything yet, I think that really helped us grow our audience. And, and the point of the webinar, or I guess the topic, what was what exactly? It was called the five lessons we learned in our first year of business. So Cami and I both shared five lessons we learned and we made sure that the topics kind of work together well to to build a cohesive, basically an hour long discussion about all of the things we had learned. Right. And, and was this targeted specifically towards female entrepreneurs or just kind of entrepreneurs in general? Um, entrepreneurs in general, but I would say our audience is very heavily female. It just tends to be the nature of this wedding stationery industry. So, um, but yeah, not necessarily geared towards them, but. Okay. And was this the beginning of how you built the audience for Biz Birthday Bash? Because it sounds like you, you did this webinar without too much of an agenda. And it was just kind of, like you said, test the waters out, see if anyone's interested. But from there, since you had around 500 people or so, was that your initial list that you started with for your audience? Yes, that's correct. That was our original mailing list. And Biz Birthday Bash didn't have its own um, email segment at that point. Cami and I, yeah. Or a website <laughs> or Instagram or anything really, because it was our two separate businesses, which is Elizabeth's is Eliza Ann Calligraphy and mine's Cami Monet. So we were really pulling from our own audiences and then forming a new one. Um, but yeah, so I think it kind of started with separate ones and then came together. And then we were like, okay, let's start making this into a true email list and captured all their emails, obviously. So it was a really great way to build our email list quickly from the beginning. Right. And, and how did you continue to build that list and grow that audience over time? We actually made a freebie and it's called Top 100 Tips and Tricks Every Creative Business Owner Should Know. And how long is that PDF, Cami? Do you remember? <laughs> I feel like it's like 20 pages, honestly. It's so long and I still reference it all the time. Like it was, I was like, Elizabeth, we need to blow them out of the water. We're doing 100 tips and tricks and it's super helpful. There's lots of things about taxes and pricing and all these different types of things in there that we get questions asked a lot. So that became our freebie to get people on our email list. And it has worked wonders. (laughs) Yeah, because it was almost unintentional because that's what we gave away at the end of the webinar. So as if we weren't giving away enough for free, we also gave away this PDF that's like 20 pages long with all of these things about small business, creative small business specifically, that we basically held on to and kind of updated to reflect our new branding and revamped it as our official freebie download on our site. And we still get people downloading that. um, Yeah, um, probably daily, to be honest, I'd have to go back and look at it. But people love that resource. Yes. And fun little side note, all of our freebies are called party favors, kind of goes with the birthday theme. So like I said, we work it into our branding with a lot of different things. I like it. Yeah, I actually really love that whole idea of the uh, the hundred tips and tricks. It's you're kind of recycling something in a way. So it's one, it's it's a useful piece of content on its own. 
uh, two, it, it's like an FAQ of sorts for, for some of your customers, right? And then, and then three, it, it's this evergreen piece of content that people can come back to that you can reference that will continually uh, drive new people in, into the audience, which is, so it's like a really, really useful thing that, that other people listening should really try to take note of, of building like a nice solid asset like that. Yeah, you you totally nailed it. And we really want it to be um, not necessarily general, but in our in our industry, we have a lot of different calligraphers, watercolor artists, designers, stationary designers. I mean, there's all different that fall under the same umbrella, but all kind of slightly different. So we wanted it to be um, broad enough where it would work for any of those industries. Right. That makes a lot of sense. And so these days, it doesn't sound like that that PDF is, is the main driver of, of new folks into your audience. So what, what are you doing now or what was kind of the step from from that from there till now that, that's been building the audience or keeps building it? Well, when we talk about the free, free, free mentality, that is definitely something we still apply all the time. We through something earlier this year at the beginning of the year um, called the New Year New Biz Challenge. And we did all of that via email. So that kept people very engaged as well and also got them on the mailing list. We like to do a lot of Instagram email challenges. So basically, we did New Year, hashtag New Year New Biz and hashtag the Ideal Project Challenge. Um, so both of these different challenges were um, a series that lasted five days and all the prompts would come via email. And then um, our audience would participate over social media on Instagram, follow along with the hashtag. And that got so many people engaged and on our list because you couldn't participate in the free challenge and really get um, the meat of things, the free content, unless you're on the email list. Um, so we had tons of people signing up for that. So we'd promote, hey, we're doing a free challenge. Get on the list if you want to um, transform your business this way, figure out your ideal project, um, your ideal style. And yeah, those have been really great and really fun to actually interact with our audience too and build engagement on email and social. So yeah, I guess question I have regarding the social media aspect of this, it sounds like Instagram is, is a big channel for you too. You know, I've, ha- I've heard some pushback online and, and from other people just in general about some of the privacy issues concerning Facebook, aka Instagram, because they're the same thing. Um, and, and, and also, like, I know probably recently you noticed, right, there was that, that outage of, of Facebook and Instagram temporarily. Um, what are your thoughts on having a third party, uh, especially a social media third party, basically kind of control part of your audience? Like you're obviously you get to interact with them and they follow you and see your content. But at the end of the day, they do kind of own that audience in, in a sense. So what are, what are your thoughts? There? Are there any concerns? I don't think we overthink this too much. I think we're very aware of the fact it could disappear overnight. We might not always have it, which is why we have put so much effort towards that mailing list and which is why it's smart to every quarter or every month, every week, whatever you decide to do, download that list so that you have it in an Excel sheet or CSV on your desktop so that you always have uh, those people's contact information. But yeah, even though it has had some technical difficulties lately and there are so many other things surrounding Instagram and Facebook and complications. We continue to leverage it while we have it because it's free and it's a way, you know, that we are able to connect with like-minded people. Right. And and you too, it sounds like are not running advertisements on, on Instagram or Facebook. 
No, not currently. We haven't quite delved into running our own advertisements yet, but we are very active on Instagram. We actually made a conscious decision to not necessarily put as much effort into a Facebook page. Um, We have a Facebook page, but all of our audience is on Instagram and we wanted to we like to do things 100% and we knew we wouldn't be giving 100% to a Facebook page. So we pretty much went all in on Instagram and email marketing. And I think that strategy has really paid off that we aren't spread too thin over a ton of platforms just trying to be present on them all. We're trying to be present and active and engaged on on um, a few solid ones. Right. That makes sense. All right. So let's shift a little bit to talking about about pricing. So the gist of what I'm getting from you is the strategy is provide a lot of free, high quality content via via email and social media, mostly Instagram. And that'll drive people to the site. That'll drive people to, to join the email list if they're not already on it. And then from there, I assume there's some kind of upsell or, or product that's pitched to them at some point. So one, you know, what, what is it that people actually do purchase from you? And two, what, what's the pricing around that? I'll let you start this one, Cami. <laughs> okay. Um, so we probably release a new um, product and I'm doing product with air quotes around it every quarter. Um, so last year we tested the waters with our first paid thing, um, which was the second round of Biz Birthday Bash webinars, which we did Um Pricing, productivity, and what was the third one? Processes. Processes. Yes. So pretty much three huge topics. We did three webinars on and um, PDF party favors for downloading with that. And the the way we did the pricing, we wanted it to be really affordable. And this was the time we were testing the waters to see if we could even sell something to our audience who has was so used to free content. So we did a bundle of forty seven dollars. Um, and you could buy them individually for 19. I'm trying to remember all the numbers exactly, but everyone purchased the bundle. And I think we sold 400 um, tickets to that. Yes, that something like that between 350 and 400. I don't remember yeah. the exact amount. <laughs> yeah, so they were live webinars. Um, they could ask questions during them. We do it over the same weekend as our business anniversary. So everyone was kind of expecting it. And that was kind of our like the free one was, you know, definitely dipping our toes in. This was just like, okay, now we're going like up to knee high now. Um, and then our the next thing we released, Elizabeth, do you want to talk about our last launch? <laughs> uh, the one we did most recently? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so most recently, we were able to use um, member space to build an online member platform that allowed us to launch a directory to our audience because we have so many people who ask us questions about where do you print your work? Where do you get tea towels manufactured or greeting cards? So many things. And in the creative industry, there is just um, endless possibilities of what you can create create. So Cami and I made this directory. Um, it has more than 200 vendors on it and there's a private Facebook group with it as well. So people love that community aspect and we wanted to protect it. Um, we wanted to make it a paid membership. We were able to do that with member space. It was amazing. And we are very proud to say that we had a five-figure launch. We actually had a, I'll go ahead and just say it. You know what? I'm proud of it. We made two twenty thousand (laughs) dollars on our launch and so it went from like dipping our toes to knee high to almost being scared is that the right word cammy like almost being like shocked of okay wow we're actually doing this this is 
it got so much bigger than we could have imagined. And now we, of course, have plans to do even bigger launches in the future because once, bigger, you, yes. <laughs> once you get a bite of that, um, it's kind of <laughs> you don't want to. Yeah, our strategy definitely is built around a launch sequence. Like we don't we have things you can purchase it year, year round, but most of the time it's like this is when you get it. This is the week we're doing a launch. Like we're building up to that, like having that scarcity mentality and usually offering a discount for that week and then closing the doors. Like that's been our strategy um, with anything we've released and it's worked really well. So we're going to just keep continuing um, using that same um, strategy with the pricing model where you get in early, you get, you get money off. Um, so yeah, we, we've really enjoyed doing that. And, and it works well for our personalities too, I think, to have that like hype week leading up to it. Yes, so. <laughs> very much so. So so for the this directory, premium directory, the, just so I'm, it's clear, people can't just sign up for it anymore. It was a temporary release. It's actually the scarcity factor for this one was that they would get $50 off if they sign up during launch week. So it is still available. It's on our website. It just costs a lot more. So every you know week, we might have one person who finds it or hears about it and decides to join. Um, we made a very purposeful decision that we wanted to keep that resource live. We think it's super valuable. And it's not the same thing as a course or something else where you you know, you would see someone close the doors um, for an entire year before reopening it. Um, because it just lives on that web page, we wanted people to have access to it. I hope that kind of clarifies. Yeah, this is more of an evergreen resource than um, a, a course or a live webinar series. So this was a little bit different. Um, yeah, and, and the the launch week, it was 97, then it went up to 147. And then we also, for our members for that, they have an affiliate program. So we wanted that to be part of it as well and keep it op- the doors open so they could keep earning as affiliates. So for the, the pricing there, so it was 97 during launch week. After launch week, it's 147. Is that a one-time fee or is that a recurring monthly charge? It is yearly, actually. We decided to do it on a yearly basis, um, mainly because our audience, uh, Cami and I have to take into consideration that our audience is a lot of new creatives. They can't really afford to drop a ton of money, especially at the beginning of their endeavor. So we decided to make it yearly. Yeah, that makes sense. And I've I've done some research on some of these pricing strategies as well. And annual has a lower churn rate. And, and for those who are listening, don't know what churn is. Churn means like cancellations. So um, the number of pe- when someone sees a bill once a year, as opposed to seeing a bill, let's say 12 times a year, if you were charging monthly, there's a, a higher chance they're going to cancel simply because of the fact that they're seeing a bill multiple times, even if it was for the exact same amount for the full year. It, it, it's just the idea of seeing, hey, you're being charged. Hey, you're being charged each month. <laughs> right. It's something about that yeah, psych. Yeah, totally something that. about that gets people to cancel. So it, I don't know if you did that on purpose, but that, that also is a benefit of charge being annual. Yeah, we, we did think about that as well. And also with our pricing um, structure in our industry, it's kind of either you're going to pay $2,000 for something course-wise, education-wise, or it's going to be free. And we want to be in that sweet spot of in the middle where newer entrepreneurs, maybe this is a stretch for their budget. And then other entrepreneurs who maybe are further along, it's a no-brainer purchase. So either way, we're still getting um, both of those um, people who are in different seasons of their business. That makes sense. And when it comes to the actual number of, okay, so 97 was the launch, 97 a year was the launch week uh, number. Was the was the main consideration you're trying to make this affordable for new creatives, like you said? Was there any other data or surveys or research you did to come up with that number? 
This is a brand new idea to our industry completely, actually. Um, Cammie and I did research to see if anything like this existed for creatives where they could have a membership membership access to a list of vendors, and we could not find anything. So we were kind of blazing the trail, essentially, in this area. Um, Cammie and I have done a lot of research on pricing psychology, though, which is why all of our prices include um, sevens like sevens, nines, and fours. There's something about those numbers that are less scary to people um, and make them sound more affordable. It's very interesting. There's like a whole bunch of articles about this. <laughs> yeah. And with the, with the 97 price point, we wanted it to be just under $100 too. So it's like, okay, I got to get in on this. Like I can afford this. Um, but yeah. And then the seven, we just we just love our sevens for things Elizabeth explained as well. But um, Elizabeth's dad, we also, he is an entrepreneur and we are always asking him for advice on pricing and different strategies like that. <laughs> Yeah, pricing's tricky. It, it's always it's, it's there's always some amount of guessing, right? Because you're never going to know perfectly. Um, but so it is one of those what feels right <laughs> kind right, of things sometimes. Right. So uh, so for this price, you launched obviously it went well. Um, <clears throat> is there any thinking around the price going forward as far as increasing it, decreasing it, running like any kind of A/B test, or, or what are your thoughts currently on the pricing? We're pretty happy with where it is right now, mainly because we're already starting to think of the next things we're going to be releasing later this year. So we have a couple things coming up. Um, but anyone who paid for the $97 price will renew at the $97 price. That was part of that was another big part of the incentive. If you get in now, the price doesn't go up for you. Whereas um, now if they renew for $147, they have to pay $147 again. So basically next year in February, when we have the year anniversary, Cami and I might run another promo. It wouldn't be as good though as the previous one or Black Friday or something like that. Right. The $97 is always going to be the best um, deal, which is why it closed the doors on that. Um, but anything moving forward would just be like a 20% off for the year or something like that. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the thinking there. That makes sense. Yeah. One thing that we always hear from people is you'll hear, you'll hear either, oh, that price is so low or this is such a great deal or, or you'll hear that's super expensive. Did you hear any feedback like that? That was predominantly one way or the other? Yeah, we get both ends of the spectrum. It, it is very interesting because we are um, speaking to people who literally just started their business today and people who are very seasoned in the industry. So we do get a lot like, I just can't afford it. And, or, yeah, this is such a steal. It's it's really, <laughs> it's quite funny, actually, what um, people's perception is. So we really just try to not just sell, sell them on the price, but sell them on the end result, the impact, the value they're truly getting, where it makes it like they have to get it because there's going to be such a great end result that's going to truly grow their business. So we are definitely selling the story of that and not just trying to get them in on a price that they think they can afford. Makes a lot of sense. All right. I think we'll end it there. Uh, Cammie, Elizabeth, thank you so much, both of you, for joining. If you could just let everyone listening know what's the best way to learn more about you and your business. For sure. Yeah. You can follow us collectively at bizbirthdaybash on Instagram or bizbirthdaybash.com. And then we also have links to our personal profiles through there, but that's the best way to find us. And our podcast, the Biz Bash podcast, which we have come out every single Tuesday with um, lots of different business strategy and tips for entrepreneurs. Awesome. Well, thanks again, you two. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. 
This episode has been brought to you by MemberSpace, membership software anyone can use to easily turn their existing website into a membership business. You can learn more by visiting memberspace.com.